me on the vibe, coach. Baby, it's podcast. So far, no take club. You know what I'm saying? Chill with all the ratchets. She, she, she like, she like dating bum ass niggas. You got any, you got any crunchy, t- crunchy tacos? Nope. DJ Clue. 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 To the storm. Jagged ass. Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you, girl. I really want to know your name. Fabulous, fabulous. Oh, come talk to me. I really want me, you girl. I really wanna know your name. Professional free. Oh, yeah, baby. Cause you look so sexy. You really turn me on. Blow my mind every time I see. Guess what I did today? Those were the words I said to you. Episode 15 of Vibe Cultivated Podcast. I'm your host, VC. And um, I got a couple reoccurring guests with me today. I got Hollywood, a.k.a. Mr. Bougie, a.k.a. Wipes His Ass With Money. Because he got the Swiss base accounts. <laughs> he got the bank accounts in Switzerland. What up, y'all? What and up? Mr. Cross his legs with the white socks. And Crocs. And the yellow Crocs. I got Lavelle in the cut eating some tacos. <laughs> What's up, baby? I'm back. This nigga sweaty smooth. <laughs> Chief sweat ass nigga. Yes, how y'all doing today, man? Whoa, 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 whoa. We also got a special guest in here, man. You know well, I didn't saying? know if she wanted to be mentioned. Like, like yeah, she yeah. said she respected. be spectated. I didn't know. You know. I have my uh my beautiful old lady in here. You know what Aww. I'm saying? <laughs> Say it to the people. 
Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. The only reason why I didn't introduce it because I didn't know she wanted to be introduced on on on. on you know, he put her on the spot he on record. Spot. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so Hollywood, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, baby. You know, just getting back, getting back in the groove of things. You know, getting ready to go to OCS. You okay. Know, studying, hitting them books, getting, okay. getting my leg up, getting ahead of the game, ahead of the competition. You know. Okay. How you feeling about that? OCS. I'm feeling positive, man. I'm feeling more confident as the days go by. You know, I think my biggest worry is the land nav. You know, but I talked to someone the other day that gave me a few pointers. You know, I'm gonna go check out a, a land nav, of course, not too far from the house. Okay. And I'm gonna get some practice in, and uh, but uh, the guy I spoke with said it was gonna be it's a good it's gonna be a good time. Okay. I'm not looking to that. I'm not looking forward to that 14 day field though. But hey, it'll, it'll that's be gonna all be right. trash. It's gonna be all right. Hey, you have y'all see? ever had somebody come see y'all like from like another state? Yeah, not since I've been in Washington, but when I lived in the other states, yes. Who'd you have come see you? Just a couple of college friends. Did you get tired of them? But the question I'm proposing Mate. is, like, what do you do when you got somebody coming to see you from out of state and... Maybe they're supposed to stay for, let's just say, seven days. They stay for seven days? Let's just say seven days. How and long do they stand for? And on, no, I'm just saying, like, they're staying for seven days. And on day four. How long four, does your guest stand for? And, and on day four, <laughs> and on day four, you, you, sick and, you sick and tired of their ass. What do you do? Oh, you talking about. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, <laughs> I mean, y'all might have to hash Possibly. it out. Like, I mean, I had a guest and we hashed it out on the way to the airport, I think because. I almost got her there late or something. Okay. And she was tired. Okay. So that was understandable. You know, but like we worked it out. We was cool. We still cool to this day. Okay. You know, but uh I mean there's gonna be some tension. Right. So I mean I figured the best thing to do is just to say your piece and then leave it alone. Y'all go y'all you go in one corner, they go in another corner, and y'all meet back in the middle eventually. Okay. But like if y'all but yeah. Y'all ain't got no choice but to get along eventually, cause y'all right. still gonna, y'all still got time together. Three yeah. old days. You play that, that departure date. Right. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Stay in the house. It's not changing. So right. You gonna stay in the bedroom? She gonna stay in the? Or you gonna stay in the bedroom? And the other person gonna stay in the bathroom? Like nah. nah. Yeah. You they, 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 they gonna go home early? You they gonna get a hotel? What they gonna do? Yeah. Sleep in the car? Yeah. Hey, what do you do when you get in the head and the head isn't good? Oh, wait a second. Can we hear you? Can we nah, hear you? No, nah, we can't hear him. We can't hear him. Stop. <laughs> Drop. <laughs> Set it down. Open up shop. Whoa. Oh. No. That's a rock rider. Oh. Nah, it was just, it's, it's, it's just random. This is random things right now. But I'm for real. So have you ever... <laughs> no. We not finna do that. We not finna do that. No. 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 It's content, baby. No, it's content, content, baby. No, content, content, content. Nah, we not finna do that. Bro, I've been getting hit one time before. And I'm just like, damn, I wish she stopped. <laughs> the tell her stop, bro. But it's Easy like fix. but it's like that's gonna that's gonna fuck the mood up. Or get up and um That's gonna fuck the mood up. She's fucking yeah, my she's mood. She's already fucking the mood she up. She's fucking then. my mood up, but she don't know it. <laughs> she thinks she's down there killing it. <laughs> she thinks she's down there wrecking shit. <laughs> Why was it trash? Have you ever gotten trash yet? Yeah, of course. of course. So what do you do in that situation? I mean, I don't have a problem telling somebody to stop. 
or stopping okay. midway through. I've done it, but I've stopped. All right, so all right, so we're it's gonna kind of all right, so we're gonna put ourselves in a position. Yeah. What? And she down there, <laughs> and she going crazy. Now tell me to stop. I mean, you come up with something. You <laughs> no, I'm saying like, like we're what? in. The, I mean, like we're oh. in the moment right now. Like tell tell me to stop. Hello, do you mind just stopping for a bit or just like, can we, can we just, like, just bro, you know me, I, I don't really have a filter, bro. Like, I don't even be like, I don't be tapful. You know, like when I be going off in the office, I just be like, no bars, no bars holding, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just kind of yeah. like just get it off of my, like, just kind of like just say what I got to say. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I say. What? So look, <laughs> when they, when they give me it right and it's bad, yeah, I be like, you gotta chill. I'm out to bus. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, you gotta chill. If you want to get some, you gotta chill. I'm about to bus That's right smart. now. That's smart. That's smart. And I make her feel good. Oh, this deck is. Hey, you better stop. <laughs> if you go down one more time, that, remind, that reminds me of this uh, Netflix uh, original series. It's called uh, Lie. It's an acronym that stands for Love is Easy. So basically, what they're saying is that. In order for love to be easy, you just lie, and that's exactly what you. But doing. how long can that lie stay your truth? I mean, if that makes sense, as, as long as you're able to keep up a good, a good alibi. It's not my. I'm about to say, like, do you agree? To, I don't agree I don't, to that. I don't believe in lying. Most of you know hmm. that I don't lie, hmm. and that is probably why I have a lot of the problems that I do have is because I don't lie. Okay. Hey, bro, this cap. That's big cap. When do I lie? All the time. About what? Everything. Every time I come to Are you Jarell Corley? Are you Jarell Corley? Yes. Who who aren't I? Who am I? Yes. Who who are you? Shut up. I ain't got shit to say. Don't. I feel like you're like going on a little. I got another question. I got more questions before we get into the shit. All right. So what do you do when you're on a bad date, right? And you've already told the girl you're going to pay for it. And it's a bad date. And you're like, damn. I don't I don't feel like spending $50. Like, is it bad on your part or her part? It's just not a good vibe. But y'all already ordered food. Like, y'all there already. And you already told it. You know, it's 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 on me. Like, do you, like, do you take the L or do you be like, hey. Just take the L, bro. Like, let's just go Dutch. Just take the take L. The take the L, yeah. I'll take the L, I've taken the L a couple times. Like, I think... That's the thing. My biggest concern is, like, having to, like... What is my biggest concern? <sighs> yeah, paying for the date and then she not wanting to see me again, you know? That, I feel like, that, I feel like that, that's a big concern. You paying for the date and her not being her that, not that, that, to see that, that, that's that's why I feel like you know people just need to like start realizing like look yo first dates need to be something that's like not even really involved in spending money right I think first date she'd be like hey I kind of like let me get to know you type deal like let's go on a walk in the park let's go to like a little free event at the museum or something we just like had that. a conversation or though. better yet you know what a a a a a a a Larry June style. Let me go buy you a smoothie. I was just about to say, you know, me and you just had this conversation, and I, yeah, and I, I was, get, I was, we were having this conversation, and I was giving you some advice. Yeah. But I mean, I was just trying to give you some pointers on that, and I mean, that's a nasty pose Will Smith's doing. But terrible. 
can't like when are we getting into the topics? Like, <sighs> I'm sorry, turns, but we're just completely off topic. Like, we have enough to talk about. We don't need to talk about these other random things. Uh, I just want, am I wrong? I I just want I just wanted to ask a couple questions, man. That's it. That's okay, it. but me, it's your show. I'm gonna follow your lead. No, nah, you're not following my. I lead. mean, we just got some interesting stuff. Yeah, but let's get right to the shit then. If you want to get into it, um, we're gonna get into what I've learned about leadership in the last two weeks. We're gonna talk brief about that since y'all. I mean, this is really my topic, but um, so I like, I've been in charge for like two weeks. <laughs> Two Just weeks. Two weeks. Two how, weeks straight. How long you been a sergeant for? Uh, since May. But I've been in charge for like two weeks straight. Like, how how does that make you feel? It was a little overwhelming. I'm not gonna lie, cause I had like three soldiers that was like under me, right? And I had to like, I had to get a laundry list of shit accomplished, and I had to manage their time as well. So like, it was mainly just. You want to give us some context? Like, give and take. Okay, so we're getting ready for the field. And I was in charge of uh, preparation, like getting all the trucks dispatched, all the um, all the tent supplies ready, the generator ready, uh, getting everybody in place so that on Monday, we started off on a Monday, but by next Monday, we can be ready to roll out. And um, in that week, I had people that was tasked out for other duties. So then I was like down one person one day. I was tasked out for a duty. Some people had appointments and shit. And it was only like three of us, like three or four of us. But I I had to figure it out. And I learned that like there's a fine line between being like in charge and then just being like one of the guys at the end of the day like I think I I think they re, I think they receive you a lot better when when one you show that okay yeah I am in charge yeah like I'm gonna tell y'all what to do at some point but I'm being I'm gonna be in the shit with y'all like cause it's some people that just be like okay go do this go do that go go do this and I'm gonna sit back on my phone and y'all gonna figure it out but then there's other ones that's like okay let's go do this let's go do this you know what I'm saying and you doing like just as much work as them, if not more. What type of leader are you? I think okay, so you know you know Sarin Pexer, right? How he he a worker worker. Oh no, he gets shit done. I realized that I'm more like him than I thought. So like I get in the shit with them and Yeah, I'm like, okay, let's get this done, let's get this done. And I'm working with them, but I'm also like like delegating as well, so it's like I try not to be like a dictator, if that makes sense. I try not to talk at them. I'm, I try to be like, like okay, here, here goes the plan. Uh, this is what we gonna do. That sound that sound good to y'all, you know? If it's if it's some shit that where it's like it's not too too serious to where I can get their input on it, like okay, that sound good to y'all. Alright, let's go get it done. You know, let's let's go get it done. Not y'all go get it done. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I had to. It was it was it it, it was different, man. Cause I had people looking at me like, yeah, like, what's next? What we doing? Well, no, what's this? What's that? And that was a little different. And uh, it was learning experience. It was pretty dope though. I'm not gonna lie. Cause like, I had them telling me like, yo, it, it was good. 
it was a, a a good time working with you. I had them tell me like, yo, you know, I wish I wish more sergeants was like you. You know, that's that's a that's like approachable, and that like I don't I'm not afraid to like fuck up because like it's all good. Like like long as we got like I feel like as long as everybody got a good attitude, and long as everybody is willing to work, that that like everything else can be fixable. Like, if you fuck up here, you fuck up there or something like that, it's like, yo, we're going to fuck up. We're going to fuck up. I'm going to fuck up. There's a lot of shit I don't know. You're not going to leave a trailer behind, though. Definitely not going to leave a trailer behind. <laughs> hey, that's your leader. Bro, how did that happen, though? Okay so, I got, okay, so I got the full backstory from the source, the man himself. And so the fire broke out, right? Who was the man himself? The fire broke out? The, yeah, the fire broke who was out. The, who was the man himself? The actual... The LT. Actual... Oh, okay, all right. All right. So... I, I asked him this. I said, I said, y'all heard you left a, a trailer at Gunnery. And he said, uh, he said, yeah, man. He said, he, he, he said, the, the skull was acting crazy. Like he had like, I left, I left it on purpose. I said, oh, I, I heard you did. He said, nah, I tried to hook up to it, but, um, the air wasn't pumping in time. Excuse me. The air wasn't pumping in time and the fire was getting closer. And he made an executive decision. Do I stay here? And try to get this fucking trailer gone, or do I get my guys out of here? And he said he made an executive decision to get his guys out of here, and then they'll come back for it, you know, next day. That shit fireproof, you know. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Why was the trailer unhooked? Uh, that I don't know. That I do not know. Mm-hmm. But that brings to another topic I had: overworking soldiers. So I've seen that a lot within this last week. Um, like. There's a lot of good soldiers in the army that I like. I realized a lot of good soldiers in the army, and a lot of them are willing to just work and just work and work and work because you know they're young, they got energy to do it. They don't know no better. They don't know no better, so it, like they'll just take orders and just you know just work, 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 and work and work. But at some point, they have that breaking point to where after that breaking point, they just start to not give a fuck because they like leadership don't give a fuck about me. Why am I working my ass off for them? And I seen that, today, and I seen that this weekend, or well, this week, and um, that's something that I think that uh, you know, sergeants, staff sergeants, people in charge of other soldiers, you know, uh, leaders in charge of other soldiers, soldiers should should fucking they should look at that man, because you know when you overwork a soldier, you're not only lowering the morale of them, you're lowering their production, you're 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 uh, you're 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 fucking you're not allowing somebody else to get that experience as well because if you're overworking two people then the other two people that's over here is not getting that same experience as the two overworked motherfuckers and i think that's a big problem man like god damn and some just don't give a fuck like some is like oh you just keep them on duty for another three you know three four hours i'm like yo they've been out here since you know five o'clock a.m it's it's 7 p.m. now. You want them to stay out until 10 o'clock? They're like, yeah, fuck it. I'm like, nah. Like, that's that's not right. Like, and then some just don't care. And then that's why a lot of people are getting out the army, too, because of bad leadership. Like, leadership taking advantage of them, and they're just running them into the ground, and they just say, yo, I'm, I'm done with this shit. Like, it's only but so much people can take. And that's one thing I learned, too. Like when I, you know, you know, get soldiers of my own, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna spread it out. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna spread out the work between them and myself, cause, um, 
these soldiers talk bad about their leaders, man. We're not around. <laughs> they talk bad about them. Y'all, y'all have seen it. They, they, they talk bad about them. They, they talk, they talk about them like they ain't shit. So, do you want to be feared or loved, or, or maybe like a, a, a mid, a mid point between both? Oh, I want to be respected. Okay, okay. Yeah, I want to be respected. I don't, want, I don't want to be feared. You don't gotta love me. I just want you to respect me. I want you to know that I'm gonna treat you fair, and I'm not gonna abuse you. And you can come to me with any problems. And I'm not gonna judge you. You gonna handle them with care, huh? Hey, man. I know my soldiers. I will always place the needs above 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 my own. <laughs> nah, that's real shit though, man. And it's crazy, bro. Cause I seen it firsthand this week that some that some NCOs just don't live by that shit. Oh, I seen, bro. I seen that shit in Korea. I'm like, yo, <laughs> that shit kind of pisses me off. Like, how do you? Y'all done had to say this creed like a million times, but y'all don't live by this shit. Like, they, like if they looking at you for guidance, direction, and they, they looking at you as if, okay, he has my best interest at heart. He's going to make sure I'm good. And these niggas is leaving, leaving soldiers out to dry, out to fucking rot. We think what happened to Derek. They forgot, they, when Derek first got, they forgot bro was out there. He didn't oh, have no food hot. the whole bro, day. You know what's crazy? Go ahead, go ahead. Nigga, I was hot about this shit. So I'm like, y'all ain't just hang on, y'all, y'all just left a nigga out there? I'm talking about it's cold, raining, freezing. No Trump food. about to run out of gas. I ain't got no food. I ain't ate shit all day with a box of pizza. And you know what's crazy about that? Your favorite food. I was, bro, <laughs> bro, I was, I was, I was asking about that the whole night. I was like, yo, who, who was you with? It was Turner, right? Me and Turner. I was like, yo, what the hell is, 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 is Derek and Turner, they like, oh, they still out there. I say, anybody going to get them? They say, oh, nah. I was like, what you mean? Like, they said, oh, we ain't got no fuel or something like that. Or they ain't got no fuel. I said, what the fuck? So y'all just going to leave them out there, huh? Bro, that's so hot, bro. I said, that's you crazy. Ain't cell phone service either. I ain't got shit. Bro, bro, same thing happened this week. So we had two people on CLS duty, right? And they started at 5 a.m. And our shifts are 12 hours, so 5 p.m. comes, and it's no replacements. So, so I'm calling people. I'm calling, I'm calling the NCOIC. I'm calling the commander. I'm like, yo, you know, we, ain't got no replacements. we don't have no replacements for the CLS guys. They said, so I wasn't even tracking. How are you not tracking that is no replacements for them? They said, and then I call, I call, I call, I call the NCOIC. I said, yo, there's no replacements for the CLS guys. They can't stay out here all night. They said, oh, man, that's, that sucks, man. Like, you know, sometimes things just happen. I said, no, no, that's not, some things just don't happen like that. And I'm, and I'm talking to him. I'm like, yo, some things just don't happen like that. They, these, these guys cannot stay out here like that. Or if they do stay out here all night, they get tomorrow off. And what are we going to do then? what they say? Find five replacements for the replacements. Or you gonna find one that are replacing? What are we, we gonna do? <laughs> and what they say that? And they was like, okay, let's, okay, I'll make some phone calls, you know, make some things happen. But it's like, yo, if if I wouldn't have called, bro, nobody would have get, nobody would have gave a fuck. And that's the that's the crazy part. And then the, and and the soldiers can't just call it, you know, NCOIC and just start talking like that, talking reckless. Now you're right. That's why, because I be asking questions too, because like nobody like really. Gives you a full story, like that time I was out there in Yakima. They're like, "Yo, you going out there for a day? 
or you going out there and y'all coming back, you get out there, you find out you staying the night, and you out there for two days, and it's like, okay, well, did any did they leave yet? When are they coming? People are telling me like, oh, well, you just have to wait, and it's like, no, I'm not accepting that answer. Like, give yeah. me particulars. Like, let me know what time you're leaving, and if you don't know what time you're leaving, just give me the courtesy of saying like, look, they just left. But like people don't communicate and people people accept that. And it's like this isn't a very stress-free, low stress environment. I can only imagine what they do when we go to war. When shit breaks out. It's just like, yo, like y'all can't get this shit right when we practicing. What and the it, fuck yeah. happens when the real thing is going on? Like and see, people, man, they're so damn selfish. They're like, okay, if if, if if it's not affecting me or if it's not concerning me, hey, man. It's like, nah, that's every not man cool. For the, every man for themselves. And I'm just like, nah, that's not right, bro. Because, like, bro, because just like how you put that soldier on that duty and you spent to to do that duty until its entirety, now what if they just start saying, you know what? Fuck these motherfuckers. I'm about, I'm about to start making appointments. <laughs> I'm about to start going to behavior health, and they ain't gonna have. Look, I'm not gonna be around no more. And I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even fault them for that. So this is just a PSA: don't overwork your soldiers, or they'll fuck you over. Take care of your soldiers, cause they can fuck you over just as much as you fucking them over. Probably more. Little do they know. No, more. I believe more. Cause it's a it's a such thing called an, an IG, an Inspector General. You go to them. And you can tell them anything you want. And they'll investigate that shit. I'm not doing all that. I'm just going to get mine while I can. But unfortunately, everybody don't have the same yeah, get up or the same the mentality or the know-how or the, 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 the finesse exactly. to do that. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. We're going to take a pause. But I, I like how you did that, how you made that phone call. I don't know if I would have handled that in the same situation, but I want to take a note of that. Bro, I was calling that. everybody because, bro, yeah. like, niggas was like, oh, I don't know. And then I asked, I asked the NCYC, I said... Well, as far as calling, yes, but, like, you pushed it. You was like, nah. Like, no. Like, I'm not accepting that. Like, we need yeah. replacements for these guys. I was like... And they started tonight, they getting tomorrow off. Like, that was that was going above and beyond. That's, that's not even above and beyond. That's actually what you should do. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Like, I was like, yo, niggas do not be... Niggas do not be looking out for their niggas. <laughs> that's what I. That's what It'd I. Be your own people. It be your own sergeants. It be your own squad leader. Just hang you out to dry, and say fuck them. They'll be all right. I just hope ISIS don't come after us once you release that song. <sighs> they hey, hanging your ass up to dry. And hey, we'll take a pause <laughs> for the cause. <laughs> Yes, baby, this is our song. Are you trying to That was Go Crazy by Chris Brown, Young Thug. Yo, Chris Brown has got... He's got the song of the summer for two years straight. The last summer was uh, no guidance. No guidance. Mm. This summer's go crazy. Chris Brown the goat. You know, you know, bro, from right. 
Man, shut up, nigga. Hey, look, two up, two down, baby. Two up, two down. Trash ass nigga. All right, man. We about to get, we about to get into uh, into Jarrell's idol. His uh, mm. his his god, his king. His uh, king. Uh, Kanye West. Kanye West, baby. Yeah. You been seeing all that bullshit he been doing, bro? It was... <laughs> Did y'all watch the uh, the rally in South Carolina? I seen pieces of it. <laughs> you talking about shorty? You wearing a mask? Was like, I gotta wear a mask, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga. I honestly don't think that um, anything is wrong with him. I just feel like he hasn't had a chance to really speak out. Now that he has that chance, he's speaking out about everything. I don't think Kanye's been the same since his mom. You know, I'm sick of that shit. That's not an excuse. I'm sick of that. People, parents die every day, bro. I mean, here's what I'm going to say. Like, I don't... Yeah, we can't do the middle, okay? It's oh, not going to... Nah, I mean, not. it's going to pick it up, but it's going to be like... It's we, gonna we, sound we, can, crazy. we can do the swivel. The swivel's yeah, fine. Yeah, swivel, swivel. I don't... Like, I do... I can't... Bro, what are you doing? Oh. I can empathize with Kanye to an extent, you know, because I understand that, like, you know, hey... He's a contrarian. He has a lot of thoughts that are different than what the mainstream believes. And I feel like maybe sometimes he's gotten to a point like where he no longer wants to hide what's inside of him. And he wants to express what he feels on the inside. And a lot of times people, they will... They will forego how they feel on the inside because they're afraid of not fitting in or they're afraid of being judged. And you got to understand, before Kanye blew up, like, niggas was playing him to the left, like, constantly. Like, Mm -hmm. in one of his songs in College Dropout, it's like, yo, it was straight embarrassing how y'all played him. And, like, it's true. Like, niggas was, like, shortchanging him. And, like, once he finally had his moment, he blew up. It was like, oh, like... Oh, he's hot, he's hot, he's hot. It's like, duh, like, I already knew I was hot. But, like, y'all was denying me of my greatness. And now that I have this greatness, I'm going to show y'all up. And, like, so I do think that he's probably suffering from bipolar disorder or something along those lines. But I don't like it when people want to discount him as being crazy, as being nuts. It's like, nah, bro, he's just expressing how he feels. And maybe he hasn't, like you know, sat down and thought about how he feels to state it eloquently, but I don't think people should discount what he's saying. I mean, I, I mean some of the stuff he's saying is wow. I think Kanye is an attention whore. That's part of, I think that's part of the that's I think that's part of the that, I think that's part of the problem. I think I think he just loves the he loves the limelight. Like no matter how he's portrayed, I think he just loves the limelight. I mean, he loves he, it. He loves the trend. I mean, he loves it, but I think he also hates it because I don't think so. He why, puts then, it on himself. Then why? Then why is he deleting his tweets? Ain't nobody telling him to run for president. Why is he deleting his tweets? <laughs> why? 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 Why is he tweeting and deleting his tweets? Who Nothing's ever deleted. Like everybody already got them tweets. I mean, I get you. Is I got you, but like he obviously feels some type of remorse about them. That's why he took them down. The you're not just is, taking. You don't believe. You don't agree with that. Give her the mic. Hey, give him the mic. Give him the mic. I don't know. I actually, I do like Kanye, and I do feel like he says a lot of like. You have to actually like really listen to what he says to understand. But I do also feel like he does like the limelight because he's saying stuff to kind of get reactions at, like in the rally when he's talking about oh. You know, I uh, wanted to abort, or Kim wanted to abort North, 
feel like he's just saying that stuff to kind of get attention because I think later it was said that he he was like, oh, I just said that because I'm running for president and I want more like. Oh, he said that's why he said that. He said one of the reasons why he uh, um, told everyone that he that they were thinking about aborting North is because he wanted to get more like attention or he said that something like that. I don't know where yeah, it was, but so he, he did wasn't say. Really trying to abort her? No, it's true, but he, I mean, he's, he's just told everyone. He shouldn't have told everyone He probably just said that. it just to get a reaction. He was saying it to get a reaction, but yeah, it was true. I mean, I feel like he wanted to tell that, like... Like, if I'm he... I'm going to get more mics soon. If he wanted to say that because he was trying to share his story about abortion, that's understandable. But to say it is for attention, I, I don't even know why he would admit that. Because I felt like, you know, he was probably trying to be relatable. Because I feel like oftentimes people go through things. They talk about, you know, speaking on mental health. I feel like people go through things, but they don't feel comfortable speaking on it out of fear of being judged for whatever reason. And I think that, you know, we live in a society now where we're changing our ideas on certain stigmas. And people are being more free to talk about it. But the same token, you got to realize that, hey, like just putting your business out there in the world may come with a, a toll. Yeah. You may feel bad about that being put out in the world. You may not want that side of you being put out in the world. And some people are like, just like, man, like, why is he sharing this? Like, oh, he's crazy for sharing that. It's like, nah, I don't think he's crazy. Maybe he's just transparent. And maybe he, you know, feels the brunt. Or maybe he feels the consequences of being so transparent at times, you know, because the world is not a kind place. I'm going to play a clip from uh, the rally, and I want to get y'all opinion on it. When Harriet Tubman, well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. Y'all, we leaving right now. <laughs> I'm playing again. So that's a Stephen move. When Harriet Tubman, well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. Y'all, we leaving right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like the part at the end where she's like, okay, we're, okay, okay, we're leaving right now. But um, how do y'all feel about that uh, that snippet, that quote? Honestly, I don't know. I have a theory. Because it's like, at the end of the day, I feel like we don't really know what happened back then? We so he may have some, some. He might have said some truth, but I feel like that wasn't the right time to say say that. When is ever the right time to say that? Man? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if if you're running for president, you should try to get people attention and try to bring more people in to where it's like, okay, I like Kanye, so I like the fact he's running for president, so I'm going to vote for him yeah. instead of saying, oh, talking about this and that. It was like, I mean, that's cool. But I understand what, what he was really doing. I understand what he was trying to say. What was he trying to say? He was trying to say that when she freed the slaves, she didn't really free the slaves because, yeah, they were free, but they had to go and work for other white people, you know, sharecropping and shit. Like, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like, yo, where else were they going to work? There I, were no black businesses, mm -hmm. so it was like. Yeah, she. Yeah, I want to. I want to take a statement back on that. There probably were black businesses. There were some black people that had land and had things back then. For sure. 
but I get what you're saying. It but was I very mean, limited. It was in, very a, limited. in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it was very limited. You know, once the masses of black people were freed, yeah, who were they going to work for? Not How right. were they going to get money? I believe some uh, one of the, a conservative commentator I look look at from time to time on YouTube was saying that he thinks Kanye was saying that they he didn't she didn't she physically freed them, but she didn't free them mentally. Is what he was saying. And my question is, is that one. That's not her responsibility. How is this point? The point he was talking about Harriet Tubman. How does that even fit into the bigger scheme of things? Like, I'm not even sure what context that statement like, was how, made in. Like how did that even come up? You're running for president. Know. How do you just start talking about Harriet Tubman not freeing the slaves? And secondly, Kanye has gone on the record saying that he doesn't read books. So it's like what? <laughs> What what are his references like? What are his sources like? I think you know, Kanye like, goes home, and he writes like a page of one liners, and he's like, "Yo, which one's gonna ring off the most?" And then I think the Harriet Tubman one liner was like, "Yo, this is gonna ring off. This 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 is gonna trend." Now now I do <laughs> now me personally I do agree with his statements about Black History Month. I don't know if you guys heard that part of the the segment. Now what do you say? Basically, he was saying that Black History Month is just a reminder of, not verbatim, but in a nutshell, what I took from his statements was that Black History Month is a reminder of why, you know, we're inferior, in a sense. Because every year, it's the same story. You know, we were enslaved. We didn't have the same rights as white people. I mean, yeah, they do celebrate, you know, some of the accomplishments of black people and things of that nature. But it's like, yo, look, it's like, if you have to say that you're great, then are you great? You know, it's like, we, there are some, there are inventions that we use every day that were created by black people. A lot of people don't know. The stoplight being one. Yeah. I believe you said the refrigerator was another one, right? Didn't you? Or was it the elevator? The elevator, right? The elevator, yes. The elevator. So it's like, I feel like we need, to, we need to stop this whole Black History Month. We need to sh- try to find a way to incorporate our history into, you know, our everyday culture so people understand, like, you know, what black people contributed. Because at the end of the day, all people know, people think that, oh, black people started out as slaves. That's the story. It like, says oh, a white man invented the... Uh... The elevator. elevator. Okay. Well, regardless, whatever. Alicia Otis. You know, so there know. are many instances of black greatness that I think a lot of black people and white people, incidentally, also don't are unaware of. And I feel like we, as a society, need to understand that, look, the first society started in Egypt, which is in Africa. The first human beings came from Africa. Okay? And I think we need to change this outlook of how we view black people. You know, because there is a stigma that's being portrayed by the mainstream media to keep us thinking of our own selves in an inferior light. And it also keeps other people looking at us in an inferior light. And in my opinion, I think that we are a part of the problem as to why we see ourselves as inferior and why others see ourselves as inferior. I think the problem starts the solution to the problem starts with us. We need to look at ourselves in a different light. And I think oftentimes we look at ourselves in a negative light and we doubt ourselves. I think it's all subconscious. What do you mean? You said conscious? I said I think it's all subconscious. Oh yes, hands down it is. I think I think a little a little black kid growing up 
and all they know is mom gets his, my mom dad gets the groceries from Walmart. But Walmart ain't black. We go get our, uh, our our pharmaceutical shit from CVS. It's not black. Our doctor is probably not black. Fucking we uh the police officers around us seventy five percent white. And then what do they? And then what black? All images? the all the entities in power is mostly white. And then what black images do they see in the media? It's entertainment. That's it. There you go. It's being it's being successful entertainment and yeah. Sports, yeah, sports and entertainment. Yes, I think and I then, think some concert. They're like, yeah, they're like, okay, we're good at, we're good talent wise, but we're not good book wise. But like everything else is important to the world society, is white. Subconsciously, I think it's subconscious. It is, and then also when you're young, when you're a young child too, and you're being taught history, you learn about slavery, and. <laughs> And that's what you think. You automatically think that you're inferior because you're learning because you're being ingrained this in your history. You're not taught about yeah. the greatness. You're not taught about even though we should learn about slavery. We should learn. Oh about no, that. we should. But you never want. You don't want it to repeat. But I think that we need to understand that. Hey, look, like that's not. I don't even want to say that's not where we began because let's be real. Like even when we were in Africa, like I'm. All of us were not kings. Like, no. there was definitely a class system there. Like, there probably were even <laughs> slaves in Africa, honestly. Who do you think sold the slaves? Yeah. You know, so, so, uh, so I, yeah, I, I, I just think there's like a subconscious thing going on. I think people need to uplift their, uplift their consciousness, okay. you know, and, uh, but, but yeah. But Let's yeah. get into well, Megan Stallion. Kanye for president. Hey, maybe in 2024. So you will. So you would vote for Kanye? I didn't say that. You just said Kanye for president. Twenty twenty. I'm just saying Kanye because he's running for president. That doesn't mean I'm I'm supporting him. He's it's well. A fact. I'm asking Kanye. you, would you support him? Or or are you strictly Donnie? I'm not voting in this election. You're lying. No, I swear I can't. I'm not because my my FT ballot hasn't showed up yet. I don't think it's going to. It's COVID. Oh. But, yeah. but you didn't answer my question. <laughs> would you vote for Donnie? I mean, damn. Would you vote for Kanye? I'm writing. I'm writing myself in on the ballot. Plead the fifth, ass nigga. All right. So, um, all right. So Meg Thee Stallion, she put out a, a couple tweets, and I wanted to see what y'all thought about this. She says, "Black women are so unprotected, and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own." It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for y'all to talk about, but this is real life and I'm real life hurt and traumatized. So I want to tie in the Kanye and Meg Thee Stallion topics to say, you know, when Kanye was going on his rants and the rally and shit like that, uh, there was a lot of, there was a lot of funny memes, but there was a lot of Kanye needs help, you know. Y'all need to stop talking about mental illness. He's bipolar. It, it was a lot of um, a lot of benefits of the doubts, a lot of pleading the fifths, a lot of uh, excuses thrown Kanye's way onto why he was acting like a, a goddamn nut on stage. But, you know, when Meg got shot, it was a lot of memes. Uh, it was a lot of gifts, like Ricky getting shot on... on, on, on uh, uh, what's that movie called? Um... Ricky, what's up? Boys in the hood. They put they put Meg's face on there and then put Tori in the car. 
They did that. And I'm not going to lie, I chuckled, but that's not funny. Trash. I chuckled, but it's not she funny. Trash. I mean, she lived. If she would, you know what I'm saying? But she still got shot. She got shot, though. I get it. Put yourself in that position. If you watched the video, you would have chuckled. No. But you, you would have laughed. You would have laughed saying, damn, that's crazy. Damn, that's, that's, that's fucked up. But you would have cracked a smile. I'm not laughing at that, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this video. And we, yeah, show me the video. You, you, you gonna laugh? I want to see it now. You gonna make me laugh? You gonna laugh? You gonna put the gun in my head and make me laugh? You gonna shoot me in my foot like Tori? Allegedly. Yeah, we don't even know that. We happened. don't know what happened. I'm gonna need them to come out and go ahead and like, look, bro, I know. shot you. We don't know what happened, <laughs> but but the topic is. People people have been making jokes. People have been pretty much like not taking it seriously that this woman got shot multiple times, like. And she had to go to the surgery to get the bullet, you know, to get the bullets removed. And this is something that really happened. And so I think. Question. So, like, when people were making George Floyd joke, jokes, why, 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 why? Who was making George Floyd jokes? Bro, you've seen the videos. People making racist jokes. white people was making All right, jokes. I got you. Black but, people but, are making these jokes about Meg Thee Stallion, though. But somebody that got shot, though. Someone that got shot. Why is it okay to make a joke about someone that got shot? Regardless of race, forget all that. I get you, it's it's a different tier of seriousness, but why is it okay for you to make a joke about someone getting shot? That's inhumane, isn't it? it? It's not okay. It's, that's it's, what I'm that's saying. What I'm saying. It's not okay. That's what I'm saying. It's not okay. So it's like, why is it that like people say it's okay? Why why people say it's okay for this instance? I'm not I'm not I'm not justifying that. But what I'm saying is that like why do people think it's okay to make fun in some instances versus other instances? Like for instance, I brought up the point. I'm not justifying the people yeah. that was making them, them jokes about George. Yeah. I'm not justifying that. What I'm saying is that people were outraged at the people making the jokes about George Floyd being killed. Where's the outrage from jokes about Meg Thee Stallion making well, jokes about her getting shot? Well, her, from what I interpreted from her tweets, she's saying that the world don't care about black women, pretty much. Like, like when black women go through shit, it's a joke. Well, that also brings up another point too about how when black men are killed, and she's like six feet tall, so that's like, oh damn. So okay. she's she's a stallion dog, and they, that's why they call her Meg Thee Stallion. I guess I didn't know. All that. I don't really know who this woman is. Nah, she's tall I, for real. Is she like a a feminine woman or is she more like masculine? Oh no, nah, she's feminine. Okay, she's all right. So, Nigga, have you seen her videos? So she feminine though. Maybe it's because she's a rapper. I mean, they overmasculate her. So they they. She ain't no Nicki. That's what I'm saying. Nicki's more feminine than. Maybe talking shit. Nicki, all you bitches is my sons. <laughs> what I'm saying. No. Just, how, ooh, I just shitted on them. <laughs> can, can you can you play some Meg? Let's hear a voice. But back to my point, they were also making, they were also, I was also reading an article, they were talking about how. I know, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. I they were talking mean. about how black men who were killed by the police are oftentimes martyred, but the black women who are killed by the police are oftentimes overlooked. So I think your point about the world not caring about black women even more than not caring about black men definitely yeah. rings a bell. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is, is that like, I, that I'm wondering too, is that like, do people fuck with Meg Thee Stallion? People fuck with Meg Thee Stallion. Okay, because my question is this. If that was like a Beyonce or a Nicki Minaj, would people be making jokes oh, about Beyonce? Yeah, no. It would Probably be a fucking not. outrage. You know what it is, People too? would not be making fun of her. See, okay, so there is something to what Derek is saying to where is she, is she feminine or is she more masculine? You know, she is like six feet tall. You know, she is built. 
she's built. And I think people look at her and, you know, you got Tory Lanez, who's like 5'3". And I think people look at that duality so, and it's so, like... So, so Derek's laughing about this now, but he wouldn't laugh about that video. That's Cap. That's Cap. I'm, I'm, no, I'm laughing That's at Cap. the fact that she's taller than me. That's the only thing I'm like damn, I'm five eleven. What does it have to do with anything? No, I, that's what I was laughing at. Hey, look, hey, look, and that's what the world is laughing at. Oh, this tall, this tall, this tall ass girl got shot by Tory Lanez. That's what everybody's laughing at. Personally, it's like this. I think that we live in a society that is desensitized to violence, and that's real talk. That's real talk. Like, I think we're desensitized to violence, and we tend to, we don't know how to draw the line with jokes. And this even goes to like day to day workplace in the army. People will say just wild any, shit, any damn just thing. anything, bro. And it's like, yo, like you just can't do that. Like, and I think it's even, I think it's even more, I, I think it's even more desensitized to black women. Yeah. And I, and I have a theory. Mm-hmm. I think I think it goes very deep to like back to like slavery times. Of course. You know, men were, It all starts back with that, right? It all, it like, all starts men back. Men were with that. were ripped away from their families and women women were like the masters fucking you know, like the housewoman, you know what I'm saying? And it, like they were expected to raise the kids, endure all of this in the midst of uh in the midst of going through what they're going through. And then, you know, fast forward to now or a decade or two back. Single you know, moms bl- raising families. Black men are get ripped from the family, so they're forced to raise the families. Look at LeBron James. LeBron James is like the biggest figure in the world. And every time every time he speaks, he speaks on, oh, yeah, I come from a single, you know, single parent household. You know, Kevin Durant, the same way, single parent household. You know, so I think, I think, I think the world is conditioned to say, oh, Look at black women. If they can raise a LeBron James, a Kevin Durant, or these or all these other figures, then they must be the strongest shit in the world. But it's like yeah. that that's not that's, that's, I, that's not fairly I, put on them. I I've read other articles too where they talk about, you know, when you look at the treatment of some of these like younger black women that at the hands of the police or just at the hands of other people in general, I think, you know, there's this oftentimes I think that the image or the stigma of black women is that they are tough because of maybe because of the way they portray themselves in life. Maybe people always say, "Oh, they got attitude problems, this, that, and the third. But you got to ask yourself, why do they have a why do they have attitude? Maybe because of the way they've been treated, you know, or maybe it's because of the thing, the, the struggle that they've gone through. So they, or maybe they have to come off as tough in order to fit in, so they're not taken advantage of and I think people oftentimes misinterpret that outward display of toughness with with the ability to take more yeah you know and that's not right you know that, right. That, that that's not right I think you should everyone should have the benefit of the doubt I had a conversation about this the other night with someone I think it may have offended them and I'm just like yo I, I may have told you this has been my experience with, with a lot of, you know, uh, black women, but I think that you are different, you know. But at the same token, it's like, I just think that, you know, people just need to be a little bit more understanding and judgment-free. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, we, we all fall short of saying just wild shit, you know, but... 
Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, me personally, I do say some wild shit. I try to know when to draw the line, but you got to look at even what's on TV, bro. Like, people make jokes to make a point. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm just like, yo, I don't really agree with that. But it's like, hey, I guess they're just trying to use comedy to bring light to the truth of the situation. But hey, then again, you know, we do live in America. You know, freedom of expression, freedom of speech. Yeah, we come from the Family Guy era, man. You know, Family Guy. That's what I'm saying. Family Guy joked on everybody. They joked on Mexicans. They joked on Asians. They joked on white people, black people. But even but women, he, he, gays. I'm, even, I'm even thinking about like even I'm even thinking about things about you know Stephen Colbert. Like when he made a, I think he may have made a joke about MLK, and I think he may have made a joke about John McCain, and like, I'm just in my opinion, I'm like there's just certain things you just don't make fun of, like yeah. you know, you got okay MLK, civil rights activist, died you know for his beliefs. Then you got John McCain, war hero. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just yeah. certain. Like, this man was, like, held in, like, enemy territory, prisoner of war, hands broken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just certain things I feel like are just tasteless to make fun of. But it's like, where do you draw that line? And it's like, hey, look, like, it's on TV. Like, we support this behavior. You know, but then it's like... Ratings and all that. Exactly. We support this behavior, but then it's like, when... Somebody else makes a comment. Like it's it's like it's a double standard almost. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a double standard. Like we we support this sort of behavior from certain people, but then we demonize it when it's from other people. And it's like, look, man, it's gonna be all or nothing. Like it's 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 all or nothing, man. That sounds good, but the world is just not like that. The world is it's full not. of gray areas. It's not, and I and I and and I, I and honestly, there should be outrage. I think there should be outrage. I don't agree with yeah. it. I mean, some of those I never, I haven't seen a video. Some of the videos probably would make me laugh, but sometimes like, yo, that's bogus. That's fucked up. Cause I mean, I yeah. wouldn't want nobody. Cause like, if that was if Meg Thee Stein was my family, I wouldn't your want your sister or something. Yeah, like that. I wouldn't want nobody making fun of her getting shot. Like that's right. that's fucked and she, up. And she ain't did nothing to nobody. Right, exactly. That's o- like only thing she did was just made magnificent twerk videos. And made, nah, but low key, made, I think it made good ratchet shit for I, girls to twerk in the club. I think too. some of that <laughs> shit. Is, I think some of that shit is coming from hate, bro. For sure, it's coming from hate. Like for it's sure. it's coming They're from like, hate. Yes, finally we got something on her. It ain't coming from you love, know. bro. I'm, I guarantee. No. I tell you, I'm telling you, if that was like Beyonce, J Lo, it would be outrage. Somebody that people wouldn't even dare. They wouldn't even dare They're post that name. shit. No, they'd be scared to. Everybody would be sending her roses. Oh my gosh, Beyonce or like Fifty J-Lo Cent had the shot. nerve to post. Like funny fucking clips of of, of of like her getting shot by Tori on his Instagram page. And it's like, yo, you got the audacity. But fifty cent did get shot nine times. So Exactly, but it's so one could probably argue, you know, like, you know how it's like black on black. <laughs> I'm take that back. I shouldn't have said that. But shit, Pop Sm- Pop Smoke just got that's shot and he ain't make no jokes about that shit. That's not that's not oh, it's funny. It's homie. It's a, it's homie. That's not funny. I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I've been I've been held up at gunpoint before. So like, that's you not really. About that story. That's not really. I'm not gonna lie to you. To, I would I would have loved to be a fly on the wall watching you get held at gunpoint. Oh <laughs> it's funny. It's funny where these things happen to you too. At like it, it it always happens to you in a place where you're comfortable too. Like oh, a place yeah. where you frequent. It always happens in a place where you're comfortable. I, we'll tell that story another time, man. Yeah, we'll tell you. you we'll tell. We'll, we'll tell another time. We'll tell another time. Another time. Another time. I want to hear. Shit, so you want to hear? It, All right, fuck it. So like, I was. 
I was at my friend's house and we were getting ready to go out somewhere. And like my dumb, it was summertime. It was Halloween, right? Nah, it was in the summertime. Oh, my bad. Okay, and my ahead. dumb ass, I wanted to go back to my car to get my father's camo jacket because I thought I was Pharrell. And I wanted to look cool for the party. And my friend was like, yo, you don't need the jacket. I was like, no, nah, I want to get it. I want to get it. And I was like, all right, come on, to go get it. So I go to my car and I get it. And me and my friends, you know, we always play dumb ass jokes on each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, like cruel jokes or whatever. So I just feel somebody running up on me. And me, I'm thinking it's one of my friends playing a joke on me. You know what I'm saying? Next thing I know, I hear a gun cock. And I'm just like, he's like, yo, get to the ground. So I literally jumped to the ground, okay? I like, I like jumped. I like arched and jumped to the ground. That was a, that was like, a nasty acting up. Like I like, sh- like, I like went up and then came down like a downward dog pose almost. And I like went to the ground. Nasty in the ear, you know? huh? So, nasty so, so, nasty so, 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 um, Go so ahead. yeah, I'm at the, I'm at the ground. My heart is racing, bro. And all I'm thinking about, like I had just, this was like maybe like, this was in like 2000, Eight two thousand nine, I think. Yeah, like I had just graduated from college. Jumped to the ground. Like, bro, all I was thinking was I wasn't even thinking about my life. Real talk, I had just gotten a brand new iPhone. <laughs> like, real talk. All I was thinking was is I was I was literally saying this in my head. Please do not take my iPhone. Please do not take my iPhone. I just kept repeating that in my head over and over again. And bro took my wallet and he ran off. And I was like, yes. <laughs> he did not take my iPhone. He didn't give a fuck about his life. I didn't give a, I didn't give a fuck about my wallet. I was him like, look. Up, I, was like, I was like, I was like, well, I got 10 bucks in there. I got a train card and I got a fucking debit card, which the bank is going to reimburse me for or shut off. So I'm not worried about that. I was like, but this iPhone... I can't replace that right now. Like, I ain't got the money. My parents would fucking go wild. They would they, they would like flip a shit, you know. So like we went. Oh, by the way, my friend like ran in the house and like was yelling like a little bitch and closed the garage door on me too. By the way, and so I like went. I went back into the house. I'm like, bro, let's go party. Let's go get it in. He's like, no, I don't. I don't want to. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like the worst is over with. Let's just go out. Fuck it. What are you talking about? I'm the one that got robbed. Why are you shaking up? Let's go out, you know. So like we like uh, so what happened? Like some undercover cop came through, checked out the car that was in front of the house. I called the bank, canceled my debit card. They ran it up for some gas, and then like I was just like, "Yo, fuck it, like let's let's go have some fun. Let's, let's go, go party. party. Let's go up north and party with the white folks. Fuck it." And we are gonna take a pause <laughs> for the cause. <laughs> And I'm going to slow it all the way down. Simple, sweet guitar. I'm an R&B-ass nigga, at least you got to know. by the bass. So when the beat kicks in, everything falls into place. And it overpowers me. Who is this? You better know it. You got five seconds. Oh, you should know what it means. Oh, actually, nah, nah. Okay, 
Possibly die from getting shot. You can fucking bleed out and die. That's a fact. Niggas ain't even, bro. It's just, it's the internet, bro. And niggas just like to just make jokes about. Remember, remember when fucking uh, Donald Trump bombed that country? Nigga, I was in AIT. I remember that shit. Bro, we was in Korea, right? And niggas was making jokes about World War Two and all that. Well, yeah, World War Three, World War Three. And it's like, yo, this nigga really bombed like a country though. Like, he really killing motherfuckers. And it was a video, like, and they playing that shit on the news. And bro. Twitter was making jokes, bro. Twitter make jokes about anything. Twitter joke about every goddamn thing. They take nothing serious, and that's gonna be the downfall to us, right there. Uh, J. That's Cole, why we ain't got shit now. Bro, niggas is not voting for Kanye. I'm not voting for Kanye. He's too. He's too emotionally unstable. What, what do we say about Trump? Hmm. Is he emotionally unstable? <laughs> nah, he's he just a dickhead. Yeah. I think he's more stable. I think he's more stable. At least he's just... I think he's just frustrated. Like, that's how I feel. I feel like Trump is just is just frustrated. Like, I yeah. don't think he's like... He's just frustrated. Right. Like... So, um, J. Cole came out with a two-pack today. Not today, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. And uh, did you get your list to it? Cold World. Cold World? I listened listen to it. Before the pod. So what do you uh think about it? I thought it was fire. I liked the intro to the first. I thought the second song was better than the first song. However, I liked the intro to the first song where it was like, are you doing this work for self-development or to get famous? And I think that brings up a great point into like, why people do things and like what discourages you. So are you doing all all the work that you're doing right now that we're not going to talk about right now? Mm-hmm. Are you doing all this work for self-development or are you doing fame? I see, baby. Black table. I want to think that I'm doing it okay. for self-development. Oh, you self think? Okay. You know? okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess maybe I am doing it for that reason but at the same token I just want to get to a point where it's like like me personally I don't like want to let I, I don't want I don't want the the gratification of another person being satisfied with my work outweigh why I want to do the work okay you know because at that point you're going to get discouraged Okay. Like, I want to do the work because I want to do it. Like, I'm learning a new skill. I'm enhancing a new skill. I'm enhancing a, a, a new talent. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like, I'm already making, I already have a career. You know what I'm saying? I'm just doing what I'm doing because I want to express myself. Okay. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Part of me, you know, do, does want accolades, but I don't want to get caught up on the accolades because if they don't come, then am I going to s- stop doing the work? Right. Like, 
nah, like, why am I do, I'm doing the work? Because I, I want to develop my, my skills. Okay. Let me, get, let me get Faith on the mic. Talk this shit, Faith. Baby. Between Drake, Uh-oh. Kendrick, and Cole, who's the best rapper? Oh, who's the best rapper? Who's the best rapper? Bars, flow, delivery, just straight rapping. I know Drake be doing ballads and shit, so. Yeah, I was going to say, I like Drake because it's like R&B, and I like how he sings and stuff. Straight rapping. I like J. Cole because he's straight, like, I I think I like J. Cole better. What's your favorite J. Cole album? I really like For Your Eyes Only. Really? Yeah. I've never heard nobody say that's their favorite album. It's my favorite one. Damn, did you, did you go to the tour in Seattle? No, I was going to, actually, but I didn't have anyone to go with. She should have went Dolo. That shit was fire. <laughs> I'm so far gone. Okay. Okay. But I'm going with Kendrick. All right, Lavelle, Drake, Kendrick, Cole. You already rapper. know Cole World, baby. <laughs> Which favorite album? Don't say for your album. It's, it's between that and KOD, baby. KOD? KOD. No. And my favorite is between Born Center and... Forest Hill Drives. Okay. That Forest Hill Drives a classic. I'm gonna say Forest Hill Drives. That shit. That shit. No skips. Every <laughs> song. For your eyes only. No skips, yeah. baby. It's called what? Like note to self. Yeah, that was probably the best. Like, I guess like intro. In my opinion, that was probably the best introspective since like the outro to Kanye's college dropout. Okay. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just self reflective. Like yeah. you know storytelling. How does note to self go? It's almost, it's, 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 it's almost, it, it kind of reminds me of my twelve thousand dollars speakers rent a little bit. And then that dun dun dun. Uh, me, I'm gonna and, say, and wherever we go, oh, yeah. it don't matter. Hey, I know that shit. Listen, I like, I like, I like, I, I fuck with Drake. I like his flow. His flow is hard. Yeah, in some of the songs, he does go hard. But me personally. Between those three, I'm gonna have to say Kendrick. I'm gonna have to say Kendrick. Just strictly rapping, strict, strictly rapping. I got Cole. Yeah, Cole is. I don't know. I like. Kendrick. But artist wise, Drake got it because he got so many different yeah. avenues to him. But I just, I just, I don't know. I tell I you one like, thing though, Drake is on the hot seat with his new album because because yeah. Drake, Kendrick, and Cole, I think I'm gonna drop before the year is over with, and that nigga Drake is on the hot seat. What you mean? He's on the hot seat because. His last album was cool. Scorpion was cool, but it won't fire. Yeah. It won't fire. Yeah. So he on the hot seat. He on the hot seat because Cole's last album was better than Scorpion. And Dan was better than Scorpion. Dan was like four years ago. 2017. <laughs> yeah, I was in high school. Oh, shit. You was in high school, bro? I was, high school. What's I was, your favorite Kendrick I was at AIT. What's your favorite Kendrick album? Damn. Damn or Mine is Good Kid, Mad City still. I like, yeah, Good Kid, Mad City. It's yeah, just so fire, bro. It's just so, like, it's like summertime vibes. It's so smooth. Love yeah. that shit. Yeah. Love that shit. Yeah. Love that shit. I bust a left. And section, left. section 8.0 was good, too. Yeah, Section 8. Uh, yeah, Section, section 8. Section 8.0. Right? Is it 8.0? You know what Section 8 is, right? Yeah, it's like the projects. Yeah, exactly. Almost. I think it's in, I think it's Section 8.0. You know, it's crazy. In, in, in Norfolk, uh, Section 8 is, like, actually not bad housing. It's, like... Almost like condos, almost. Is it still like? Is it still like welfare? Yeah. Is it still welfare? Yeah, like the government pay for that shit. It's probably like brand new. That's probably why. Mm-hmm. Probably like new section eight, I guess. New shit. Yeah. That's kind of like living on North Fort or like. Oh shit. That's kind of like living like where like. The mic definitely picked that shit up. 
that's kind of living like what you know, like that's like that's like living on North Fort or like Post, or right? Shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Living by the PX or like. Alright, Snoop, Snoop and DMX. I don't have any comments on this. Y'all niggas did not watch that shit. Y'all trash. I, I didn't watch that. Shit. I watched like 85% of it. I was supposed to watch the last three songs, but the niggas started calling my phone about some work shit, so I couldn't finish it off. <laughs> but um, I had two ties. Two ties? In like the rounds. <clears throat> I had two ties in the rounds. How many rounds they had? What, three? Uh, 20 songs. 20 songs a piece. So like, you know. One, one, two, two, three, three. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, so like one of the rounds was Snoop Dogg's Beautiful versus What These Bitches Want From My Nigga. Ooh, that's a tough That one. was a tie for me. That was a tie. What was it again? Uh, Snoop Dogg, Beautiful. I just want you to know. And then you got. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then you got uh, DMX, <laughs> What Them Bitches Want From My Nigga. Brenda's a teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah. That's, that's like comparing Morgan's to Apples, honestly. What? Like, Which one you got, though? My first my first mind was saying DMX, but then again, I mean... I got Beautiful, probably. I Even though it's a tie. Beautiful. It's a tie, but... I think I'm going to go with Beautiful. I just, I just kind of like... I like I, I just like Pharrell's take on that. Yeah. Yeah, Kanye's yeah. trash though now. <laughs> yeah, Kanye's fucking Kanye nut is, crying Kanye, on TV Kanye and shit. Kanye is yeah. not trash. I mean, that's, whatever happens, that's showing vulnerability. What's happening to that? Nah, he's a nut. I'm not putting no do not crying do on not, TV and shit. Do not, I almost aborted North. Man, we didn't need to know that. <laughs> we didn't need to know. <laughs> exactly. And then the second tie I had was he never stated why he was running. Did he? Do you think he really? Do you think he really wants to be president? Bro, he want to sell more Yeezys. He want to sell more Yeezy products. He want to sell more albums. That's it, man. And that shit just gonna help him, you know, sell more shit. He don't want to. Come on, man. Bro, people. But my question is like, why, why is he going through such desperate lengths? Like, is he losing ground, or is he just trying to gain more ground? He's an attention like, whore. He likes the trend. But running for president, though, he can't even run for president now. It's too late. Hey, look, my second tie in the DMX was murder was the case versus I'm slipping, I'm falling, and I can't get up. I don't know, man. I say, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> slipping, saying, slipping, falling, can't get up. That's a I'm classic. Saying, oh, that's dog. Slipping, falling, can't get up versus murder was the case that they gave me. I say, I'm rolling with, I, I'm with Snoop no matter what. I'm it's funny. I feel like I want to run with DMX no matter what. Honestly, I don't know why. Cause you like just just the dog. I remember when I was I remember when I was listening to DMX in the back of my parents' Tahoe, like going to Target and shit. Listening to DMX. He poured his heart on this shit. He was talking his shit. That's when he was talking about his crack addiction, right? Yeah, probably. Crack, nigga. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. He was a big, big deal. Oh. Snoop's so smooth, man. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I gotta rewatch that battle, man. That shit was epic. It was, it's on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Oh, that shit was epic. Like, so what do they do? They have both of them live? 
Yeah, yeah so like, bro. in the same studio, right? In, in the same spot. Yeah. But they was in uh, Snoop Dogg's crib. And they played the okay. songs? Yeah, and, like, they performed, like, every song, like, damn near. But, like, only, like, 90 seconds worth of the song. Wow. That's the way Copyright it issues. Hey, these artists not own their own catalogs. They don't, they don't own their royalties. Nah, they don't own their own royalties. Some do. Some do. Uh, distrib- I think Jake probably own. Uh, what's it called? Uh, is it distribution or is it? Uh... See, I ain't trying to do like this. I want to own my own. Yeah, shit. it's like distribution companies. Like they may own that shit. Or no, 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 publishing companies. It's publishing companies. They own that shit because like you sign a pub deal. That's fair. Yeah. There was a segment where like a reporter was talking about like you you showed that shit in the motherfucker. Remember that? Yeah. She was asking Ice Cube. She was like, "Well, hey, you know, like oh, the the yeah, 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 yeah. She was talking yeah. about. She's like, you know, what do you think that they're exporting? You know, black culture. You know, yeah, cause niggas don't they don't own this. White man is getting paid most of the money. Ain't that some bullshit? And like was like well, Ice Cube was like, "Look, man, I'm still getting my riches too. I'm getting my voice out there. I'm and it's giving me an opportunity to make my money." Ain't that crazy though? Like we invented hip hop. But own this shit. but the Jews really own that shit. If you want to get your voice out, bro, you know. That's why I say do not sign to a fucking deal, bro. Stay independent. Or or you got to sign a smart deal. Or at least do a partnership. I, I say do a partnership. Yeah, partnership. You know. But not. Wait, I don't the, 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 the deal. game has changed, but you don't need no record labels. You don't. Nowadays. Yeah, like, the niggas still willing to sign just because they see that motherfucker. Oh, he giving me. 200k nigga, he giving you that 200k in advance. You gonna have to pay that shit back in the long run. Yeah, for sure. They ain't just gonna give you free money. No, but I thought it was money. Don't you don't you gotta put out work to keep the money? Bro, I'm gonna tell you gotta pay that shit back in the long run, bro. If you make it back, if you make it, if you don't, you still gonna have to pay that shit back. But nah, in advance, like, so they give you a 200,000 advance, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you make a million in record deal. They're going to take the 200 off your million. You're going to get 800,000. Yeah, they're going to keep giving you money, though. Not even necessarily, Not even bro. Like, bro, I'm going to tell you, all right, so I'm going to tell you somewhat of what I know about, like, a record label. Like, say if you get a $2 million advance, which is not too crazy, like, a $2 million advance, but you are signed up for, like, five albums, mm-hmm. and... The record company is taking like six percent revenue. Shit. Now that rest of that forty is divvied up between you, Manager. the marketing team, studio, oh, shit. studio time, all that's coming out your budget. But you got that two million advance, <laughs> and then on top of that, they gonna own a percentage of your catalog, which is your publishing, your royalties. royalties. So when you go, so when they go out and make their own record label, how does that work? Who? Like when, like okay, so Drake's got OVO, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's under cash money. Yeah, about to say, about mean, uh, young money under cash money. Yeah, OVO is not even it's it's not its own standalone. It's under it, it's it's under an umbrella, which is Young Money. Is he able to go out and make his own though? No? He make his own what? I mean, yeah, but if he would make his own record label, he'll probably have to do it independently. Just think so, about this. So nobody is just taking the money off top. So he, so why can't he go out and make his own record label independently? Think about this. Drake signed a contract so that like whatever Drake makes, Wayne is gonna get Wayne, baby, Slim, they gonna get a portion of that shit, whatever Drake do. Now the only thing that Drake fucking gets, which is not even all about his well, features, right? Not features, um the the tours. Oh yeah, so, so. the tours is almost all Drake's, but even that, 
they still get a still percentage of that. Shit, they yeah. still get a small percentage of that. But yeah. the but, but I, you see that's why that's why big acts like Drake and like Future, like Wayne, that's why they tour so much is to get that money back that they losing off of fucking publishing catalog and all that shit at the record labels taken. So how is so what's the difference now with the internet? Your views to the YouTube page you made. Or no? What do you mean? How you making your money? I mean, YouTube, how is Six Nine yeah. making his money? He ain't signed to a record label, is he? No, nah, he signed to a record yeah, label. I think he is. He's he signed to he's um to with today, right? With somebody. He signed to is it Empire? Oh, Triple Red record label. They signed to the same record label. He signed to somebody. So how are you? <clears throat> so so who's an example of a of a of a of a, of a musician who's Independent and is making bank. Russ, Russ, Young Dolph. Russ, Young Dolph. Uh, that's that's what the list. Much everybody else is signed. That's what the list off me, bro. So, yeah. so, so, so they got their own label and they and independent. Now nah, they, they doing all the work. Russ don't got his. Jewel, for example. Russ don't got his own label though. Nah, nah, nah. Larry Jones making money, man. Yeah, he's making money. He's making his own money, man. You gotta think like the money that these that these signed artists are making. It's probably about the same grade. Yeah, you bet all. Once you things. cut the pie up, yeah. they getting the percentage of what they really could be getting. Like Russ, bro, Russ, he make his own beats. He makes and master his own shit. He write all his own rhymes, and he's putting it out on his own. So he's he keeping everything in in house. Yeah. That nigga independent as fuck. That's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was saying. So Larry Jew may not be, and he may not be as notable as like a Drake, but he might be clearing about the same bag. Nah, nobody's clearing the same bag. Not as Drake. Nah, Drake Drake is like an anomaly. Like ain't nobody clearing the same bag as Drake, except for like a Kanye or like a Hov. Yeah, but he got. You talking about just for music or just in general? In music, I say Drake. Drake getting. Yeah, I think Drake getting the biggest bag, just music. Yeah. But you know, Kanye got clothes, he got shoes. He got that new line coming out with Gap. I'm definitely getting me a hoodie. I ain't, bro, I ain't shopping Gap in so long. But you finna get you a Kanye hoodie. I'm about to go get me a Yeezy, a Yeezy joint next year. Yeezy talk. I just fuck with the shoes. I need, a, I need a black hoodie. And I'm like, H&M not selling them where I'm fucking with. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Gap is going to be selling where I'm fucking with now. I, mean, I used to have a Gap hoodie. Like a fleece where it said Gap, my shit was orange. Hey, how, how long ago? How old are you now, though? I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Honestly, I should be thankful for, 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 for pushing 40. I'm 34. That's not pushing 40. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. That's almost pushing Yeah, me 40. look good to be 34. You know what I mean? Hey, you're 27 to me, I, I look better than some of these 20 year olds. You take care of yourself. No, I definitely They be do. dipping, like, smoking, drinking, bro, all that bullshit. Break. Some of these niggas in the army, bro, they look horrible, bro. Yeah. They look bad. Like, yeah. When you're like 20, I'm like, damn, you 23? Like, you 40. Like, I'm, hey, bro, get on the mic if you want to talk. Huh? I was get on the mic. I think you should be able to hear me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you you can hear you can hear me. You uh, you know, I'm not gonna be as crisp, but you can hear me when I'm not directly on the mic. Yeah, you'll be able to hear. Yeah. Uh, I'm all the topics, guys. Wait, you are? Yeah, Snoop and DMX. Snoop and time? DMX was the last. Where the uh, hour twenty? Snoop and DMX was the last topic. Uh. There was one more thing I got to ask. I think that's it. All right, man, that's it. I'm about to give y'all a quick little medley. What, what, what are we at on time? Uh, an hour 20. What are we going to start promoting?
promote one shit. Uh, yeah, so uh, you need to cut this off. Just the BB. once it's made. You need to cut this off. Just cut this off. Now I'm about to uh, get him a little medley to go out with. Is that okay? Or do you want to steal the conversation? I'm fine with that. Fuck you. Nigga said, fuck you. <laughs> I'm daddy. I'm daddy. <laughs> Nigga nasty. <laughs> I'm daddy. I'm daddy. <laughs> I'm daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fuck that shit, man. Oh, a new segment. <laughs> a new segment coming is the Jarrell is the Jarrell Corley Hour. Nigga, I just you've been asking me all week. You put the clip up yet? You put the clip up? You put the clip up yet? So when I start talking about it in the pod, you look at me like I'm crazy. I forgot about that. You're right. The okay, Jarrell Corley Hour is gonna be a weekly segment. Yes, I said weekly segment. So you got the, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that bedtime. He's got a gun to my head, literally. It's going to be a he, weekly he, he's segment. Forcing, he's forcing me to sign. And Jarrell Corley is going to talk his shit for an hour he just wants to or so. He, want, he thinks I'm walking content. He's, 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 pimping, he's pimping me out to the internet. He he may be out here crying one day and then, and then hooping and hollering like Kanye next day. You know, we don't know what he's going to say out of his mouth. We don't know. He's unpredictable, guys. I'm dead. Hey, look, one day he has a beard. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, one day he has a beard, next day he has a stash. We don't know which one we're going to get. We don't know. But just know the Jarrell Coley Hour is debuting this Sunday, which is going to be tomorrow. Because this, this will be coming out Saturday. Nigga, you already had a $12,000 speakers already queued up. $12,000 speakers. That, that was coming content, out Sunday. Content, content, that was baby. coming out Sunday. Nigga, I said the hour. Trash ass nigga. God, Pay attention, damn. man. My bad. My bad. Pull your hey, shirt up, man. Hey, look, I appreciate y'all. hanging out. Hey, look, I appreciate. <laughs> hey, look, I appreciate. I appreciate y'all fucking with me, man. It's a lot of money being made. It's a lot of money being lost. I hope you're on the right side of that. And just remember, you create your own luck. I'm gonna let y'all ride out with a little medley. Lavelle, take us out. Bitch. No, it's funny. I love y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? We got something special coming soon. Y'all stay tuned. Uh. Michael Irvin. Everybody think they fly now, but ain't nobody flying. You ever cooked a half a brick in the air fryer? Went out the Lambo truck till I was tired. Case study, man, burned a hole in the tire. Made his whole face lock up, my shit fire. Forties in the bus, but today I wore the wires. Don't talk too loud, Lord, he got the wire. Trying to sleep walking ain't preserved back in China. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Americans. I, I was wondering, where do you Lady Americans. Say? This is James Brown. I want to talk to you about one of our we most make some death killers in the country today. I had a dream the other night, and I was sitting in my living room. I dozed off to sleep, so I started dreaming. I dreamed I walked in a place, and I saw a real strange, weird object standing up talking to the people. Everybody's afraid, everybody's afraid, everybody's afraid.
Did she say? At 55. Because if you was in the civilian world making 55, that 25, 30 going to be gone on housing, insurance, and food. So you're in the same place you would be at, but you got your own spot. Doing less work, making more money. Are you feeling me? They got me on the vibe, coach, the famous podcast.